welcome to the Saturday Night Live After Party. This week, we'll be discussing Season 47, Episode 15 of SNL, with host Zoe Kravitz and musical guest Rosalia. I'm Catherine Coleman, and I am joined this week by Steve Finn and Pat Riley. If you'd like to connect with Pat, you can do so at NotPatRiley. And if you'd like to connect with us, you can do so at SNLPodcast.com. Enjoy these selected highlights from this week's discussion. If you'd like to watch our full-length ad-free sketch-by-sketch review, you can find it exclusively at patreon.com slash SNLpodcast. It's our supporters that make this show possible, and we are so thankful to everyone who's already come on board. All right, here we go. Hello, everyone. We have a big show tonight. We have a great first-time host, a lot of cats, and weirdly, just a ton of jackass references. Uh, yeah, I'm excited to dive into it. I'm excited to have you here. How you doing, guys? Well, I'm excited. I'm sitting next to Patrick once again. Probably yeah, the hardest yeah. I've ever laughed recording a podcast with, with this guy. <laughs> so welcome back, man. Stop it! Stop! <laughs> I'm, I'm super excited. Yeah. I uh, I've seen Batman twice. I tried to go a third time last night, but was unsuccessful. So, um, so let's say uh, I, I'm a fan of of the Batman, and they have the Catwoman. So this is great, Patrick. Uh, you're you're a big hit with the audience, so you're uh, you're gonna be our go to comic book guy every time we uh, great. get a get great. a comic book movie host. But uh, all right, you ready to jump in? Let's yes. do it. A tale as old as oh nine. The princess's frog doesn't have a penis. Uh, Pat, was this a win? No, I hated the sketch. I, <laughs> I hated everything about the sketch. I really always, wow. I always try to go in. This, this is uh, so far this year, maybe the worst sketch of the year. I hated wow. this. I, Whoa. I tr- listen. I, I love SNL. I will say that I think more than most people, I go in watching SNL with a very hopeful heart and always ready to laugh. I hated everything about it. Uh, I I feel like this sketch, um, it it what bothered me is it it starts off with like a, a framing device of you're watching Disney minus, which I uh-huh. I already think I don't think you needed, uh, and then and then it goes to Cecily Strong, who sings about to remind you what Princess and the Frog <laughs> is about, which we right. don't need because it's Princess and the Frog. If there's a princess and a frog there, we get it. You don't have to go any <laughs> right. further. And then and then the sketch itself. I just feel like was extremely one note and they didn't have a way out. So they introduced Andrew Dismukes as, as Ray, the firefly. And it's just slander. It's just slander. (laughs) Ray is the heart of that movie. Ray is a perfect character. He has a beautiful song. Of course, he's voiced by uh, uh, Jim Cummings, who also voices Darkwing Duck and, and Pooh Bear. And he sings a beautiful song in his Cajun voice. And to say that he's the worst Disney character when we have a whole Home on the Range movie to pick from is <laughs> bullshit. So yeah, I hated this one. <laughs> wow, that um, that was a a strong opinion. Yeah, um, I I literally in my notes say don't go too hard on this one, but I couldn't help it. Well, you did. Uh, <laughs> um, okay, and I'm surprised because I really liked. <laughs> <laughs> what a polarizing sketch. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Um, I'll agree. It had it had 
too many framing devices. Yeah. Uh, but I, I don't know. The Disney minus hook, that joke made me laugh. So I was already like into it. Um, <laughs> and then like they got into the whole penis thing and I was getting some good laughs because I just, I love a premise or, or just a, a whole sketch where a writer is just getting in the weeds on some like ridiculously small specific detail of like a piece of art or culture. Yeah. yeah, Um, you know, like we had, you know, like the Weezer sketch, stuff like that. This was, you know, more, even more hyper specific than that. That's just sort of the first example I can think of. Um, cause I, I don't know. I just love, that's like, I love that. I love to just find like something to fixate on and complain about. Um, and so I like that they, uh, you know, they, they made it funny. I, I thought, I thought they found great places to go with it with like the reveal of uh you know obviously he doesn't have a penis that reveal and then it goes to well how many eggs do you lay I think that's great <laughs> um and then uh the end I I agree was not great um but yeah. uh, overall it was a win for me I will say I liked Keenan coming out as Dr. Facilier who again one of the, my favorite Disney villains of the last decade not even decade anymore 20 years i guess because because we're all old and and time doesn't make sense anymore um i i don't know i just maybe it's because i am one of the few people who loves princess of the frog (laughs) yeah i will say i've never seen it so it's it's great it's it this sketch does it dirty steve steve thoughts (laughs) okay was this the best sketch in the world no uh but i i had a lot of appreciation for it because like this, this movie did not do very well, and it it in fact changed the way that they named Disney movies. After this one, yeah, kind of failed. They were like, okay, no more feminine titles. We're going with Tangled, Frozen. It's not going to be Rapunzel. It's not going to be the Ice Queen. Uh, oh. So <laughs> yeah, this this is you know how historical this movie is. Is that so few people saw it? It changed a naming scheme that lasted for nearly a century <laughs> i've always meant to see it but never i've just never gotten around to it like it's the last like traditionally drawn one that they've done uh but yeah I, i'm one of many people that that is in the park where they can merit a joke about it being on disney minus and it being you know it so few people say they 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 decided not to use a song from princess of the frog <laughs> but just repurpose a beauty and the beast song that uh, is that's right oh, yeah man. Even have Keenan saying, "I'm the character from this movie," because people don't know. <laughs> yeah. This whole thing was just like, uh, you know, a lot of a lot of tape and and just you know packaging peanuts and everything just to keep it from breaking uh, as you as you rolled it out. Uh, yeah. So within all of that, there's you know the all the jokes of the frog, you know, just not being able to perform in a way. Uh, that he should and yeah it it was it was a great escalation uh i love the whole you know clean off stuff uh yeah Yeah, chris Chris red is great in this yeah yeah i'm I'm happy for the sketch just because we got the line no pesky penis getting in the way (laughs) uh that just makes this all worth it i don't care if it lasted 25 minutes uh yeah that that's a a shining moment right there i may i may be spoiling a, a piece of this podcast later but yeah yeah, and I wanted to make sure, like, even, I, Pat, I'm I'm glad you said that because even if you didn't like the premise, I think we can all appreciate Chris Red's performance in this. Oh yeah, was, Chris uh, Red, Chris phenomenal. Red is so fucking good in this. 
I mean, honestly, uh, everyone everyone was performing great in this. I think Andrew uh, Demukes was really good as Ray the Firefly. Sadly, it was to spit on his grave <laughs> because the character, spoiler alert, sacrifices his life for nothing in this. All right? God, wow. that, just because he's Cajun and poor, it's a class warfare. I'm just reading into it now. <laughs> now I'm just reading into the sketch. Well, we did get a day to day which is yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. They. a nice little comeback. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm always glad to see that. <laughs> okay. So quite the, the polarizing sketch here. Um, Pat, it was nice knowing you. That was your last review. Yeah. Yep. Um, I understand. You can I log understand. off Logging now. Um, yep. <laughs> Goodbye everyone. And thank you for having me. <laughs> oh, he's gone. <laughs> um, all right. Well, Let's keep going. Let, let's see if if uh, if Pat's going to calm down at any point tonight. Uh, <laughs> Terry Fink here to discuss this year's Oscar contenders and also every other movie from this year that he saw in the last 48 hours. Steve, were you happy to see Terry Fink again? Yeah. I, I, I don't know if I don't like truly remember how they've gone in the past, but I feel like he just gets even more chipper and cheery every time we see him. <laughs> and uh Yeah. It's it's really it really makes you uncomfortable. Like like the amount of uh, masking that this character does uh, with his you know optimistic attitude when he's like clearly like in a really bad trip and probably yeah. needs to be given some orange slices and you know just a lay down in the emergency tent. Uh, but it's 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 great because you know that delivery. Uh, just does not match his descriptions at all, and, and that's the beauty of it. I, I, I think I don't remember such a long pause in the middle of of sketches like this. Uh, but he he definitely needed a moment to recover, and I love how like he took an extra beat to kind of like get lost again before he before he finally got out of it and and get back to his uh, presentation. Uh, it almost yeah, I, made I me feel like it was that. real, like I was actually yeah. watching a tripping dude. Uh, you know, <laughs> it, it, it was, it was successfully unsettling. Uh, I must say probably more so than some of the other ones we've seen. Uh, this has been strong from the first iteration. So I, I guess I'm watching it improve, which means it, it, it's a good, uh, character to bring back. Uh, yeah, no, this, this is a really good appearance. You're exactly right. Like Alex is a master of tongue twisting dialogue, but that moment the pause where he he pauses he like licks the inside of his mouth presumably like taking another hit and then just reacts for an extended period of time was to die for and i love that they let him milk that moment yeah, um, yeah. you know i'm i'm sure there is i w- i would imagine some level of unease where like, you're reading the script and you're like it's just like alex does this for a minute and like you're like there's no dialogue uh but they let him do that and like they trusted him to just really make a meal of it. And he did. Um, and that just showed how great Alex Moffat is. I love Alex Moffat so much. Um, so yeah, I think that that was an amazing moment for him. And that beat, you took an already great character and a solid appearance from him and just made it that much better. So uh, a big <laughs> one for me, uh, Pat, are you a Terry Fink fan? I completely agree. I actually wasn't the biggest fan of this character until the sketch. I always thought this character was a little too one note for me. Uh, and then for some reason last night, it just clicked. And I think it's the thing we're talking about. It's that moment where he gets a very extended moment to kind of like be high. <laughs> just, 
and then come back to us. <laughs> as simple and as it so, is. So, <laughs> like, it just it just heightens the sketch to another level where it's it's insane that that little moment makes it so much better. Uh, I love this movie reviews. Him saying that the the Zodiac killer drew in Canto <laughs> is <laughs> so funny. Um, I could watch this this character for hours. As someone who has done hallucinogens and watched movies, this is how <laughs> it feels watching movies. I I just like every every line in this just worked for me. It was it's such a funny character. I, I'm a I'm a big Terry Fink fan, so uh, I'm I'm glad that we uh, we're all on the same page appreciating this appearance. Let's get into the uh, let's get into the back half of the show. The game is simple. We'll show you a bunch of letters, and those letters some make words. Find those words, you get points, and those points is money. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, the sketch was. I, there, there are sketches in the show that I that I have liked and I have enjoyed. This was the first one I loved. Uh, Great, and I, got, I agree. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I got like huge laughs right away. The way Zoe Kravitz, with such confidence, said "mom hole," um, I started laughing out loud. My husband had fallen asleep. I woke him up. Uh, like I loved that. Uh, it just, it just really got me. And then there were two mom holes, and then I got excited. I literally said aloud. Oh, what's gonna be next? <laughs> like, um, I was so excited, that, and then we got to some speed runs. It just kept getting funnier. It kept expanding. This, I thought, this was some pretty uh, top-notch writing. Uh, Pat, yeah. was it a win for you? I guess you, you said Huge it was. Win. So, yeah. Huge <laughs> win. This, this, this. Uh, I love that you brought up Zoe Kravitz. Um, her, her, like, uh, um, her acting in this because it's it's so good. Her becoming so indignant by just her <laughs> repeating "mom hole, mom hole." Mom hole, right. mom hole was so, so she says that and gets points. I say mom oh, hole. Oh yeah, it's, it's, she says pothole, and she goes, "Oh, a pothole uh-huh. works." But a mom <laughs> hole does it. Uh, the, the the thing that I loved in the sketch um, that it was just a little throwaway thing is they kept cutting to the fact that like there was a writer's strike, so the sound woman wrote it, and they cut over to Sarah Sherman, and she's doing her classic like Long Island kind of like, "Hey, how are you?" And she's like, I'm a mom. I got holes. Is <laughs> uh, that, and then also, I mean, my favorite line of this sketch is, uh, uh, you don't want to think about them, but they got them. It's so them. great. Uh-huh. Uh, I could, I, I, I could watch um, ten of these if they want to do this as a recurring. This, I love Steve. You just brought up Black Jeopardy. Is this if this becomes a recurring game show? I would be so happy. I would love to see what other kind of. D- dirty words we could find in these things and then and i just i just the idea that mom hole is such a disgusting word but also not a word right. it's not a real thing but mm-hmm. i yeah i i this this was a huge one for me i love the sketch yeah tons of fun steve are are you gonna agree with us or are you gonna be there yeah, i'm going and you know what was working for me is that you know it felt like a real personality like i feel like i've mm-hmm. met people yeah. like this where they just get an idea in their head and they have trouble letting it go yeah and like they they become blind to the explanation of why it's not acceptable you know it's like if you've ever tried to explain uh, a, a board game to an elderly family member and they're like yeah. Yeah. well yeah. i don't get this you know i landed on the jail tile doesn't that <laughs> doesn't that mean i'm in jail no no you're just visiting grandma and, and yeah they made it very crass and uh you know cavalier but that that just created such a you know 
hilarious situation. 100%. So yeah, yeah, there's definitely some replay value here, Patrick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, and mm-hmm. I feel like that you could do this every every host just could just do a mom hole kind of sketch. Every uh, and also also good good for them understanding the market. All right, uh, I would say Zoe Kravitz is one of our bisexual queens, and to have her say so many horny things on air, <laughs> well, you. You just fed us for years. Like I, right. I feel. I was texting my friend who was also watching it, and we're both uh, we're both of the persuasion over there, and uh, uh, we we're just texting like this. They're like, I can't believe they're letting her say so many dirty words. They know what they know what TikTok's gonna do to this. Like, <laughs> it's gonna get gross. Like, this is gonna get gross online. It's gonna be a bunch of a bunch of fourteen year olds came to their own last night watching this sketch. That is what happened. Look, we've the, got a modern the, woman on our hands. A modern us, woman. That's, yeah, I'm about to say us guys. We got we got Zoe Kravitz saying all of that, and we have the uh, modern woman joke, and then good year, Kate, yeah. Kate McKinnon in the leather. Like this, oh, this was an thousand. episode. <laughs> oh my god, the thirsties are eating well. Or yeah, 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 well? Yeah, yeah, I don't know. It's thirst. Yeah. <laughs> I will say, like to wrap this up, that. Seeing Dismukes hosting a game show was lovely um, <laughs> yeah. because I I love Andrew Dismukes I love mm-hmm. you know he's he's still a featured player he's he wrote for the show for a while as a second year like you know we, we're familiar yeah. with him but he is technically a featured player and you know they put him in this game show role that we've seen you know many before him take on that sort of mantle and he and he yeah. owned it and so that was yeah. really fun to see too because they could have given yeah. that to to a million you know more yeah. senior cast members but yeah. I, I was uh yeah, Mikey Day could have done this or Alex Moffat did it, but at, but 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 he brought something new to this type mm-hmm. of guy and it was it was a very unique kind of host. It wasn't like, oh, he's trying to do like a Beck Bennett or oh he's trying to do a mm-hmm. Bill Hader or right. you know, it def- this definitely felt like a very unique take on a exasperated exasper- uh, uh, game show host. So yeah. Yep. Exactly. If you want to see our full sketch by sketch review Search for SNL After Party on Patreon or Subscribestar.com. It's time to talk about all of our ratings. And up first is Moment of the Night. Patrick, what's your moment? Uh, moment of the Night is uh, Zoe Kravitz repeatedly saying mom hole. Just <laughs> every time she said mom hole, uh, it was different. And that, I think, is important. It wasn't her just repeating the word. The inflection was different. The meaning was different behind it. And it was just, it made it so much funnier every time. So mom hole is the moment of the night. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this, this was a show with a lot of good moments. You know, it mm-hmm. it, it could be easy for me to say Kate, Mc, Kate McKinnon in the Cat Lady outfit. It, the Alex pause that we mentioned and the Terry oh, Fink thing, yeah. that moment was great. Um, <laughs> I don't know. Ooh, I think I have to give it to Bo and Yang just belting the absolute wrong words to don't stop Belevin and uh just really owning that whole sketch but when he when he just belts it out i think that was yeah. that was the moment that that took it for me guess uh, what's your moment steve boat <laughs> <laughs> uh i was gonna give it to uh the fast forwarding performance from keaton yeah that's a good but then uh, i decided not to because the real king of that gag is reggie watts if you've ever seen reggie watts do that in any of yeah. his performances yeah he, he's got that he that belongs to him uh so as as funny as it was uh i can't i can't give it to to keenan because it would feel like cheating uh i I'm, I'm gonna probably give it to pesky penis chris red <laughs> he's he's responsible for a lot of moments I'm, mm-hmm. i've come to realize yeah. uh at least for what i pick let's talk about our best sketch patrick what's it going to 
Um, I, I think I'm going to give it to the Please Don't Destroy. I really love that Please Don't Destroy sketch. It is, uh, yeah. I mean, like I've watched it three times now. It's it's every, and I'm, I can't wait to watch it again just because it's there's just so much going on in it. So mm-hmm. yeah, I'm going to give it to Please Don't Destroy again. I think I gave it to him last time, maybe. But uh, yeah, I love those guys. They're fantastic. Um, fair, fun sketch. Fair enough. Yeah, fair enough. I think for me, it is far and away word crunch. Um, yeah. <laughs> That one just killed me. I loved it so much. My runner up would be Don't Stop Belevin, but at at the end of the day, I think uh, (laughs) Word Crunch is just, I can send that to 10 friends and they're all going to love it. And I'm Mm -hmm. excited to share it with them because it's so funny. Um, So, yeah, Mom Hole. Yeah. Steve, what's your best sketch? Oh, uh, it's hard to say. Um, I think think I'll give it to uh, the pre tape from please don't destroy it was probably the most fun to be had for the night i think they you know as 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 great as zoe might be you know i feel like she needed some extra coaxing for performances on a on a comedic basis so mm-hmm. that seemed to shine through better in the pre-tapes because they could do uh you know multiple tries at it give some direction and i think this is where zoe was most enjoyable and uh I think this is just up there with some of the best. Please don't destroy sketches. Uh, let's talk about MVP. Pat, who's is it? Uh, it's hard. This one was really hard. It's it, it came down to two people who I I feel like nailed it. I'm gonna give it to Bo and Yang for two of the strongest performances of the night. Uh, yeah, I yeah the plunger nipple was amazing, <laughs> fantastic. But his the, the 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 don't stop believing sketch at the end just cemented why he's such a great performer like he's so incredible so yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna give it to bowen i almost gave it to someone else i'm gonna i'm gonna see if anyone else mentions them so i'm not gonna say it but but yeah mm-hmm. I, I but bowen killed it <laughs> i uh i'm going to give it bowen's a good choice but i'm going to give it to chris red um i think he killed it as that frog uh, wh- whether you like the sketch or not, you know he he brought something to it. He he has just that that cool confidence while being such a moron. He does that so well. You know we had that sketch earlier this season. It was like a car heist, um, and it, that was exactly what he did. He was totally confident. He did not know how to drive a stick shift. Um, yeah, yeah. And I I think that he just plays that so perfectly. Uh, and then I think he was great in the the Amazon ad. Um, and then he was also just all over the place. He was in so much, you know, even if he wasn't, you know, getting the big, big laugh in the sketch, you know, even if he was playing more of a voice of reason, he was everywhere. And then he was really owning those moments that, uh, were his. So Chris reads it for me, Steve, where are you going? You know, I literally had in another tab on my browser, the Google feature, flip a coin. You just Google flip a coin and it brings up like a picture of a coin you can flip because yep. I literally could not decide between Chris Red and Bowen Yang. So <laughs> there you go. now you're now you've represented both. We haven't of them. helped you. <laughs> uh, well, it just allow it frees me up because I'm going to say, great, they got their accolades from you know the other two yahoos doing this podcast with me. <laughs> so uh, I'm just going to go with Andrew now and give it to Andrew yeah. Dismukes because fair enough, fair enough. he, uh, uh, like you were saying about Chris. I also thought Andrew was great in the uh, Amazon Go sketch. I think mm-hmm. he uh, had a special role, you know, to to play off of Zoe. So, you know, 
he was one of the white characters that didn't have the privilege of, you know, just going by himself. You know, he had to <laughs> try to mediate, uh, you know, what was going on with Zoe. And, th- and that was some, some good comedy there. Plus he was uh, the host of a game show. I feel like that's, mm-hmm. that's a big deal. Yeah. They, they yeah, really are selective on who gets to host game shows uh, mm-hmm. on, on SNL. So I, I will say that my other person who I was going to pick was Andrew. Yeah. There yeah, you go. Cause I really feel like, and also he gets uh, a moment with him and Bowen. He gets uh, that, that plate slammed in his face and it's so funny. Yep. You know, and, and he was yeah. that, that friggin' fly or whatever that it's a, uh, it, he, yep. It's a firefly. His name is Ray. He's in love with, with, with a star. All right. Yeah. Evangeline is her name. The star, a movie I've seen too many times. I'm realizing, I'm realizing more than once is too many times. And I've seen it at least twice. Right. So, you know what I like about this? I feel like we've all picked three different people, but I think we could all collectively agree that these are the top three of the night. Yeah. 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 hundred percent. Yeah. yeah. But, uh, you know, before we can wrap this up, uh, we do have to talk about our big one on a scale of classic, great, decent, weak, or train wreck. Patrick Riley, how would you rate this episode? Um, I'll rate it on the higher end of weak. I would say lower, decent, higher, uh, weak, you know? Um, weak plus. Weak plus. I'll put weak plus, decent <laughs> minus. How's that? Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, like, again, this, I feel like the sketch, to the exception of the word crunch, um, I don't think there's anything new this week that I can't wait to see more of. The, the returning characters were good, but other than Terry Fink, I don't think they really broke the, the mold. But, um, but yeah, other than, than, than the word crunch, I, I felt like the rest of this, the week was fine. It wasn't a bad week at all. Like, it's some very funny sketches, but like nothing. Nothing, nothing that's going to like outlive the show outside of work. Mm-hmm. Again, word crunch masterpiece uh, <laughs> is a sketch I'll be going back to for the rest of my life. But, mm-hmm. but yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to go decent. I'll be, I'll be a little generous with it. Um, you know, I think there were, there were some things that I, I really liked. There were a lot of things that were middle of the road for me. A few things that just weren't for me. Musical guests that was, a, was a miss, uh, mm-hmm one of the update features that was a miss. Uh, so you know, I, I definitely can't go great, but there was enough that I liked and enough that, that you guys, you know, gave me an appreciation for, and I do, I do think it makes it to decent. I think it had, it has a little bit of something for everybody. I think it had some high highs. So decent for me, Steve, where'd you land? Well, you might remember when I was talking, having trouble picking a best sketch, you know, uh, I said it, it was hard to pick and I don't want, you to think that it was hard to pick because everything was so good tonight. Uh, it was more like that. Nothing was truly elevated to stand out. I yeah. feel like mm-hmm. it was, you know, some good spots here and there, but generally nothing that would really, uh, really rile you up. And uh, yeah, I was, I was feeling like I was going to come in into this, uh, giving it a week rating and maybe I thought maybe I'm being too harsh, but then, I guess Patrick went for it and I was going to say, you know, if I went with week, it would be the higher end of week. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I think, I think that is fair. Uh, I, I would not be respecting the rating system. If I, if I, if I got generous with this, we need, we need a reality check here. We need to set a bar somewhere. I think this is an episode that is, is where it lands for week. So it's a week, week. Those are two different words spelled differently. Um, 
but yeah, that's that's gotta happen. Okay, so so a a week too decent episode. Uh, I'm glad that we we all loved Word Crunch. I'm glad that we all appreciate Bowen and Chris and Andrew. Uh, this was a really fun chat, guys. Thanks for being here. Yeah, oh, a pleasure as me. always. Yeah. yeah, thank you, of Patrick. Course. Thank you. Hey, Steve. Hey, Steve. Thank you. Huh? Thank you, Steve. Look at us. Look at <laughs> us. Look at us. Look at us. Who would have thought? Look at Who us. Thought? We're, we're oh, we're just in heaven. And you know what? You know what? I'll throw out one. You thank you, Catherine. Thank you, Catherine, for having me back. I, I really <laughs> even, enjoyed it. Even Catherine gets a thank you. Even yeah. yeah, yeah. Thank Thank you, Patrick, for coming back, and thank you, Steve, for being here. <laughs> yeah. Wow, we're just all it's not as special for me, but yeah, <laughs> it is special for you, Steve. You're always special. You're you're so reliable, and I love having you each time. Um, but yeah, uh, Patrick, the, the more so, thank you. You are oh, more thank important. You. So Good. thank yeah, you for yeah. being here. Um, and uh, <laughs> what you got going on? You got anything coming up? Yeah, I do. Actually, I have something coming up this this weekend. If you guys want to come by, it's uh, I'm part of this uh, great community called Broadway Bods. It is uh, musical theater lovers who are bigger like myself. And we're doing a cabaret uh, on the 19th uh, of this month called the Against Type Cabaret. Uh, I'll be singing uh, some songs from musicals. Um, and it's uh, at 7 p.m. at the Russian Arts Theater uh, Studio. Uh, so Come see that if you want. If you're in New York and you want to uh, see some uh, larger people sing musical theater, that's always fun. And then uh, just follow me on uh, on TikTok. I'm with the TikToking kids at not Pat Riley <laughs> and uh, all social media platforms. Yeah, yeah, that sounds like a fun show. That sounds like a good time. Yeah, it's it's really interesting. It's so they. Uh, I was not. I could not perform with them in the fall because I was not available that week. But our goal is we're going to be putting up musicals that are are all people who uh, are just larger people uh, like myself. And um, so that will be that's that's the end goal. So this okay. is kind of like a fundraiser to fund a summer production of something. Awesome. So, so yeah. that that's Saturday. And you said where Saturday, again? at the uh, the Russian Arts Theater Studio. Mm-hmm. Uh, where 7 is that? P, uh, 8 p.m. It is uh, on 84th Street. I think on one of the sides, either east or west. I'm not oh, 100% sure. I love that That's by you. for me because I'm you. on yeah, 88. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You're right by it. I, I thought yeah, about I that when I was. No excuse. <laughs> yeah, you have none. What are you doing on Saturday? Watch it. Who's a... No one's hosting this week. So no you one's have, hosting. Uh... So you have no reason to stay home. You're, you're absolutely right. I guess I'll see you Saturday. <laughs> <sighs> Steve, you want to uh-huh. take a trip down to New York and come see it? I'm already on the way. Yeah, I, yeah, I yeah. purchased the ticket. I'm here setting that up as you guys speak. Oh, good. I'm you on can the sleep way. on my couch. I got some cats for you. Oh, great. Oh, That'll yeah, be great. That's good stuff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so uh, I actually have a show next Wednesday. The uh, The team I direct, the sketch team, has a virtual show. It'll be on the Laugh Index Theater YouTube page at 8 p.m. on Wednesday, March 23rd. Uh, this week, we're we're in full production mode, so I've got, you know, Every day this week, basically, I'm filming something, and then I gotta edit a bunch of it. Uh, but we we got some good stuff, some stuff I'm really excited to see uh, how it comes together. So yeah, tune in next Wednesday at eight, and um, that's what I got going on. Steve, you got anything big planned for SNL's hiatus? Well, uh, just my regular gig. You know, uh, I'm I'm working with Newfoundland Morning now. I've I've uh, I've moved radio shows now. I'm, I'm with a bigger audience and uh yeah i'm creating some of the content you'll hear on that show so 
Yeah, if you ever want to hear small town radio that's not in your town for whatever reason, why don't you tune in? You might hear something from me, but yeah, I wish I had something as fun to plug as you guys. Hey, well, you know what? I will tune in because who doesn't love that nice tone of Steve's voice? Oh, yeah. Come on. (laughs) The new feast are the best. It's the best. They're a welcoming people. (laughs) I'm not on air as much these days. I'm I'm in a Mm -hmm. producer role, but Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. Uh, it, a lot of the stuff you'll hear at least came from my finger and, and brain. <laughs> came Good. St- straight from the finger to the yeah. radio. My finger and brain. On Newfoundland yes. morning. Yes. Straight out of the says. mom hole. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> and on that note, that is a wrap. Thanks to Pat Riley and Steve Finn. And thanks as well to our most generous patrons, Neil Weinstein, Justin Gardner, Grace Kogan, and Brian Clark. If you're enjoying our show, please subscribe on YouTube or wherever better podcasts can be found. Your subscription helps us grow, and your support is greatly appreciated. We'll be back in a few weeks when SNL returns. But until then, this has been episode number 156 of the Saturday Night Live After Party Podcast. I'm Catherine Coleman. That's my story. And I'm sticking to it.